0: Thank you for listening to the Antelope Island State Park Podcast. My name is Madison, and today we're going to talk about park law enforcement. You've no doubt seen or met park law enforcement at Antelope Island. Sometimes uh, they look more like park rangers. Sometimes they look more like law enforcement. So I was wondering, who is who? Are they the same job? And what is the job of a ranger with a badge? Well, every law enforcement officer within a state park is a state park employee, Officers go through the same peace officer standards and training, or post, that municipal police agencies or county police agencies follow. One of the misconceptions about LE rangers, law enforcement rangers, is that they are not quote-unquote real cops. Um, This is not true. A ranger has the same statewide authority as any other police officer. The difference between them is in their jurisdiction. Police have jurisdiction over a city or a municipality, while park rangers have jurisdiction over the park. So they have the same authority, just different areas where they work. And that's not to say that a park ranger can't serve outside of the park if there's an issue, but the county police will request backup from, say, an Antelope Island LE ranger and vice versa. But essentially, it comes down to respecting each other's jurisdictions and helping each other out when necessary. As we went over, park rangers enforce all laws of the state and regulations made by the Utah State Parks Board. The State Parks Board is made up of nine members. There are eight members representing each of the state's judicial districts. For example, one member will represent the areas of Box, Elder, Cache, and Rich Counties, while another member represents Salt Lake, Tooele, and Summit Counties. And then there is one member of Utah at large, so nine members. The board meets about three times a year and publishes its agenda and minutes online on the state parks website. The board establishes general rules for all parks, such as no fireworks, wear your seatbelt, um, all the things that we're familiar with. They also authorize regulations regarding waterway markers, acceptable flotation devices, and boat safety regulations. So if you're a fan of government codes, take a look at adminrules.utah.gov. It is pretty interesting. Although there are general rules for all of the state parks, different parks do have different rules. For example, at Bear Lake State Park, you can hunt waterfowl, but you cannot hunt waterfowl at Antelope Island. You can find the general rules at stateparks.utah.gov. So, back to focusing on Antelope Island, I met with Officer Chris Quatrell, the park ranger and peace officer for Antelope Island State Park. I wanted to know his perspective of the job and some common misconceptions about law enforcement. Most visitors are very respectful of the park, but some of the more common violations occur because people are not aware of the rules, rules such as no walking off trails, not letting your dogs off leash, or you know, don't drive off the road to look at wildlife. This one is particularly interesting because if you do drive your car off trail depending on the time of year, uh, the tire marks can be there for months. And it sometimes encourages other people to follow your trail and it further degrades the area. 85% of the island is restricted to designated trails only as officer Quattrell described it. The island is a kind of reverse zoo. People are restricted of where they can be and the animals are wild. This is very important to be aware of for any area where wild animals are present, but especially important at Antelope Island, where bison can get up to 2,000 pounds, and that's pretty close to the weight of a Hyundai Elantra. You don't want that running towards you. You can walk off trail on the north side of the island. There is a fence bisecting the island, and on the north side where the visitor center is, um, there are not these large wild animals wandering around, uh, posing a threat to humans or uh, being a or having humans be a threat to them. Because all of the state parks are a little bit different, some have water or reservoirs, others have mountains or deserts, the clientele vary for the parks. Officer Quatrell pointed this out to me and it surprised me, but if you think about it, where do college students usually go for spring break? Usually it's Lake Mead or Bear Lake, not the Territorial State House Museum in Fillmore. So of course, some behaviors or attractions are more popular for different demographics in different state parks. So that means that LE rangers may do mostly different things in different parks. Some may be more focused on boat safety, and then others are maybe more concerned with wildlife safety. It just depends on what the park has and who is visiting the park more frequently. Another misconception that some visitors hold is about campfires. Officer Quattro reminded me that I don't have a no campfire sign in my front yard, but I still expect people to not light fires in my yard. This is the same. Campfires are only allowed in designated areas with official campfire rings, and they are never allowed on the beaches. He says that sometimes people conflate Antelope Island with the West Desert, which has a lot of wide open spaces. And so the, the ability for people to monitor what happens in the West Desert is is much less and they often think that what they can do in the west desert is something that they can do on Antelope Island. Now this isn't something that Officer Quadrell and I discussed specifically but because we were talking about the rules on Antelope Island and the laws isn't it led me to think isn't unprotected land still important just because someone thinks an open space is empty it doesn't necessarily mean it is empty it still has animals plants microbial life that plays into our larger Utah ecosystem and contributes to our weather. So in my opinion, even if the land is empty, doesn't that empty land still deserve some respect? Anywho, at the end of our conversation, Officer Quatrell explained how he tries to explain the rules on the island. Although people should still respect the island and the authority of park employees, he emphasized that staying on designated trails is really for everyone's safety. Occasionally, if someone needs help on the park, it's much easier to find them and help on trails or roads. And that's part of the reason why staying on trails is important. If someone goes off on their own in the southern part of the island, it can be very difficult to find them and be able to, to administer aid. Officer Quatrail wants people to respect the island. Following rules, it's not about respecting him or just listening to whoever has a badge. So by respecting the island, you do respect everyone who works at the park. Everyone who works or volunteers at Antelope Island Park do so because they value the land and the environment. It's more worth their time to do actual work to protect the animals and the ecosystem than it is for them to tell us to keep our dog on a leash or not set off fireworks. Of course, as I mentioned, most visitors are very respectful and they understand the value of Antelope Island. Peace officers on Antelope Island are there to help, and they're there to protect everyone. So say hi, talk to a ranger. They're pretty great guys. Thank you for listening to the Antelope Island State Park Podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell a friend. And if you don't, tell me. Send me a note at tackley at utah.gov, and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. Park information and conditions can be found on our website at antelopeisland.utah.gov. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at Antelope Island SP or on Instagram at Antelope Island State Park. You can search for us on YouTube and we hope to see you on the island soon.